bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics like we're talking about real. I mean, six years in and we're finally in <laughs> our own home studio. Yep. We're still celebrating Pee Wee 23, Mau I mean, I feel like we've just started celebrating it, even yeah. though the holiday is was never ending. I'm a shell of myself. Shell... Yeah. I'm a shell of myself. Yeah. Bloated <laughs> shells. I'm just a big fat shell. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like last week, I mean, I know we did Hakeem Jeffries and I feel like on paper it was a great idea. I don't know how well it was executed, but I don't really feel that bad because a lot of people, a lot of schools are just going back to school like mm-hmm. yesterday. So it was technically still kind of the holiday last week. Like that was kind of just like. We did it because we had been gone for two weeks in Antarctica. So I was like, okay, let's do this. But we weren't really in work mode. Listen, we tried to get (laughs) Hakeem Jeffries. He was busy. We couldn't get him. So we did what we did. But that is true. We weren't. That's right. That's true. But listen, it still was a lot of work. Oh, it was a ton of work. But I just don't know that we did it that great. But this is our officially. I'm going to count this as our official first work week of peewee 23 and uh, this isn't even gonna go that good no i mean at this point they never do <laughs> oh no but no. we have new desks i mean the feel it feels so good now mm. we we took our sweet time picking out mm-hmm. our new um podcast studio equipment yes we kept the same microphones we got new headphones mm-hmm. we got new microphone arms uh-huh we have recording desks that we each have our own desk, but then they're yep. pushed up against each other mm-hmm. like we are. Like they're drafting tables. You know, we're doing our plans for mm-hmm. um, our we're doing we're working on a residential building, um, yes. you know, out in deep Encino. And um, <laughs> and then we're going to start a commercial project probably um, in in the Bay Area within the next year. Yeah. I mean, it's the only way that like and then people will come in and be like, do you guys share a desk? And we'll be like, no, these are two desks. They're two separate desks. Yeah. We did for a long time share um, someone's dining room table, a woman from Santa Monica that we went out and bought um, a very expensive, very heavy um, round table that we got to fit in your old apartment. And we said, bye, girl. And that's now become um, ugly, inappropriate outdoor furniture. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I have to say I'm happy to see that go. That that could take that can go. And now it's outside with the garbage. <laughs> well, we're gonna utilize it outdoors. It's been I mean, it's still gonna be used, that's the yeah. thing. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, the desk has it's it's got a lot of baggage and now we are streamlining 
What is your favorite of all of our new equipment? I mean, we have mm. the, your keyboard on wheels. Mm -hmm. We don't Love use it. the keyboard a lot during this podcast. We do use it during our Patreon podcast. Mm -hmm. That's on wheels, so it can just roll over. We have all the guitars out. All yeah. We got all new guitar stands so that mm. the guitars sit out. Well, I also, when I went to Guitar Center to get the new cables, mm -hmm. I got myself some string cleaner. Did and you get some picks? I, I didn't need more, more picks. I have enough picks, but... I got the string cleaner and mm, chef's kiss. <sighs> Love it. Love it. So you cleaned all the strings. Clean the strings so they feel, you know, I'm trying to get my fingers back. Yep. It's been a long time. So the fingers turned into raw meat when we were on in Antarctica. The, the fingers, the the body in general has lost all of its will and all of its like um like you know muscle tone. Muscle tone's gone. <laughs> muscle tone's gone. <laughs> Muscle tone's the gone. The figure's gone. Figure's gone. Muscle tone's Skin gone. Skin elasticity. All gone. gone. Totally gone. Color of the hair. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> All gone. Everything has left the building. Yeah. So now I've decided, well, I could start with the fingers, get the fingers back, and then there's something about playing instruments that at least is somewhat motivating Then maybe it'll get the body to come alive. You know what I mean? I feel like I have less gray hair. I've only had like a few sprouting up, but oh. I feel like I don't know if it's Nutrafol or what, but I swear to God, wow, like really. And I had to force myself to stop. Like I was like plucking them out like my mom mm, did. Mm -hmm. My mom got gray way, way, way later. Mm. I just started to cut them where I would see them and I would just cut it. So it was just way short and like hidden under the other hair. Mm -hmm. But I haven't had to do that at all. Wow. I know. Isn't I guess that crazy? so. That's great. Yeah. That's good. But other than that, everything else has really gone to shit. Um, <laughs> but I'm happy that you're getting your fingers back in shape. You, yeah. you played a song on our Patreon when we were in Antarctica mm. that you did in the show. That was really fun. Right. That was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. So we got all of our stuff. We got the desks put together. And what is your favorite thing? I'm going to say my favorite thing is the microphone arms. Yeah, the arms are pretty good. Well... I really do love the desks. I have to say. I love the space. I have space. It's like being at a real desk. So even if you weren't here and we weren't doing the podcast, I can work on it on my own. Yeah, when I came, you're like, I can write in there. And I'm like, write what? <laughs> <laughs> but you you always covet, you know, a thing that you see in movies. Now you that's what I said. It's like we have a drafting table, you know. For I love our, it. Yeah. We have basically have a production office for our production company called Uncle Howard Goldman. No. Oh, Shitty Niche Productions. Right. Shitty Niche Productions. <laughs> shitty Niche. And now we finally have it. A shitty, a shitty studio for our shitty niche. Oh, uh, that's true. That is so true. We love it. Love it. Absolutely love it. Mm, I love it. We haven't got everything hung up on the walls, but we still have Nance Pelos and Johnny Depp there. And um, we're but we've got to we're getting things back from the framer. You know what? I do have to say that the gentleman who came to put the desks together, I just remembered something. Mm -hmm. So he said he admired the studio, which I thought was so sweet. And I realized that he was saying that after he was looking at Nance Pelosi and Johnny Depp. <laughs> so I feel that he's Democrat and mm. also a Johnny Depp fan. You think he knew who Nance Pelosi was, even with her shorter hair? Well, even if he thought, maybe he thought she was one of our, my mom, I don't know. But either, either, either way. Hmm. After my parents stayed here, and granted it was two weeks, but those had both fallen down. And I was like, Mom, <laughs> what kinky shit were you guys doing with Johnny Depp and Nance Pelosi? Did you guys have a foursome with Johnny Depp and Nance Pelosi? With Captain Jack Sparrow? Were you guys in here like oh, making out with them? I never thought of that. 
Yeah, like, I mean, my dad tried mm. to act like that's his least favorite Johnny Depp movie. And I was like, save it, Dad. Save it. It's no one's least favorite Johnny Depp what movie. What are you talking about? There's a million terrible Johnny Depp movies. Exactly. What about, like, so there's, like, Devil's Triangle and other weird ones where I can't even think of the names. Like, he's Nick done of some Time? Ter- yeah, like he's done some terrible time, movies. Time and a half. Well, I do want to say really quickly about Nance Pelosi. Okay. Um, I, I said on the Patreon that... um. I've been having a hard time watching like the Richard Branson doc and any of that crap. Yeah. Any real people docs. Mm-hmm. Not having a hard time with the Nancy Pelosi doc. We've already <sighs> seen it several times. I think the Nancy Pelosi doc on HBO is going to be more than the one we watched on Frontline. The mm-hmm. one on HBO I think is going to be my fall asleep okay. doc. Like oh. my fall asleep show. Mm. It is so comforting. <laughs> I can't even tell you. So I wanted to just clarify for anyone, you know, who listens to our Patreon podcast that that's one I don't have a problem doing. Not at all. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it is with the other things. Why I can't be doing I can't be doing Bernie Bernie Madoff. I never did. Jizz Lane. Well, they're all horrendous people. Yeah. Is that there's that even Branson is a douche. Yeah. So it's like. You know, Bernie Madoff, obviously, one of the worst people that ever lived. Ghislaine, one of the worst people that ever lived. Baranson, just as a douche. Baranson? Baranson. Yeah. B apostrophe Ranson. Yeah. And, um, but Nance Pelosi is like, is is living amongst fucking the Gator, Obama. Right. You know, yeah. Kiki. Yeah. Like, of course you want, and you love her voice, and you like to look at her. Oh, and I love you, her hands. You know. She's taking care of her grandkids. Yeah. She's also talking shit through the whole thing. Right. It's so, it may, it, 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 there's no, and you know my mouth, but there's no words for how like safe it, it will make anyone mm-hmm. feel. Like I highly recommend it to anyone, especially like fuck this podcast. You want something to make you feel good and safe during this time of, and especially during Trump, too bad it, we didn't. I mean, her kids are so lucky because, mm, and you, yeah. you know, if you start feeling anxiety about the state of the world, just, you know, although now watching the dance below stock was made before her husband got attacked in his own home. Right. And now she's not speaker of the house anymore. Yeah. But you know that she's, <sighs> she's there, there though. and she's going to be walking by Hakeem's office every day. Walking into it. Into <laughs> it. Giving. Yeah. I mean, she's going to be consulting and whatever. So thank God she's still there because like we'll get into it later. And for anyone who's <laughs> thinking, oh. That sounds like a dumb thing to talk about on the Patreon. Uh, you're right. And the Patreons were, not only were they dumb, they were, we barely got them in at the very last minute this week. So, um, and they are, they're, they're pretty lame, but um, <laughs> hey, they're both an hour long. And sometimes you just need to hear people droning on about dumb shit while you force yourself to work out for the first time this year. How about that? How like, about that? You know, there is something to be said for just rah, 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 talk, mm-hmm. talk, talk, documentaries, and you're just like working out and like, thank God there's p- two people on earth dumber than me. So, <laughs> so, you know. That we can give to people for sure. And if one of your New Year's resolutions is laughing more or more self care or more me time or like more slow down time. <laughs> oh. Or just more listening. Yeah, listening, not watching. Just listening. I mean, that's one of the things that my even my therapist said. He said you need to listen more. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I do need to listen more now. If you want to listen more because your better help therapist told you to listen more, then you should go give our Patreon podcast a shot. It's not about politics or anything serious. So. 
even when they suck, and these did. <laughs> They're not going to weigh you down or stress you out. You can go to our website, julianbrandy.com, or you can click on the link on the description of this podcast to listen to a free episode. Um, they cost a dollar an episode, and I mean, you can't beat that. Sorry. No. And speaking of me time, one of our absolute all-time favorites, okay, and an original 14 listener, Katie Candy, my mouth. Oh, God. She sent us our annual oh, no. Christmas card. All right. Let's um, see the fucking models. The Christmas picture of the candy kids. Okay. So Katie, what I was saying, always famously says she listens to the podcast on headphones to like drown out her family in a good way <laughs> or ignore them in a good way. You know, doing me time. In the past, she said things like, oh, it's just like all that got me through with my kids bugging, bugging on this year was like you guys and my, and the, and my dog rodeo. And it's like... Now, in her new um, picture, she sent a bunch of pictures. She's in addition to their Christmas card, which is always like white privilege modeling, you know, <laughs> like they are. Yeah. Oh, uh, she sent a picture of the bunny, Greta Van Bun, bon, Van Bun, yes, Bun Bun Bun. We named oh my God. The, the, the bunny's name's Greta, but we named her Greta Van, uh, yeah. Von Van. Is it Van? Van. Van Bun Bun. Von. Von Sustren? Sustren. Von Van Sustren. <laughs> Von Sustren. Yeah. And then she sent just this other little this other little montage of the kids being norms, not Christmas time. But I don't see rodeo anywhere. So oh. I know. And I I think she had said during the Pee Wee things that they might have lost rodeo. And I'm pretty sure they did. The dog on the cover of the Christmas card, being very cute, mind you, is named Walter. <laughs> so Katie, I have not read this letter yet. Mamma's gonna read it. Now, if we get to a part where she says, Don't read this out loud, I guess we'll just cut this all out. But we haven't read this yet. Now, I really, really hope this doesn't make us cry because I'm, I'm pretty sure we lost Rodeo. But you still have us, Katie, and we're, we're suckier than ever. <laughs> oh, my God. They are all models. I can't take it. I mean, the kids, their bone structure looks like it was made of, like, generational wealth. Oh, the my level, God. The level. The level. Like, the, that trust fund energy coming off of them, whether they have that or not, it's just they have it. it was, they were actually born with it. Their they genetics are, are the trust fund. These, yeah, exactly. Oh my god, all the dogs in these pictures are these not? I don't know whose dogs these all are, but god damn, every one of these children is like beyond good looking. And we know because they have the big um, wow. human sized bunny. There, she has two boys and a girl: Cooper, Emma, and Teddy. Right. Mm -hmm. So the her the littlest littlest boy's name's Teddy. Like, which I can't take. I can't take Teddy Candy. Like, stop. Cooper Candy. Ugh. <laughs> anyway, she was she, these guys. You, it's already hard to raise humble, you know, kids mm -hmm. like kind children, and yeah. just more particularly like humble. Yeah. But now you got they're good looking. It's gonna yeah. be she. You know, the bitch is having to work overtime to you know keep these kids from turning into monsters, and she's doing it. She she has a life size bunny, like it's 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 the size of a five year old, and they these little boys hug it and take care of it and sit at the table and eat oranges with it and shit. <laughs> and this is how, why she, why her kids are going to be yes, glorious have have souls. Exactly. You know? That's why you have to have pets. We love, kids. love, love these kids. Oh, we love God. Katie. The husband's name, Paul. We don't care. I'm sure Paul's never heard our voices. That's fine. But we love, we love um, the kids probably haven't either. And that's, I mean, that's Paul good. must be doing oh, something good too. Here's rodeo. Oh, okay. Good. He's in a little, Oh God. Does this say, I can't see it. It's in black. What does it say? We said farewell to our wonderful oh my God. rodeo this year. <laughs> but he passed the torch to Walter. Oh. <laughs> Katie, you bitch. Ah. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, what okay. is the matter with us? Hopefully she doesn't. It's because we both have dog issues. <laughs> Seriously. 
Hi, ladies. This will probably be a little late by the time you get it, but here is the candy holiday card and some bunny eye candy for Julie. And it it is. (laughs) By the way, it sounds like you have a very large space in the drug den. That would be a nice place for a rabbit to live. Just saying. (laughs) You're not wrong. Greta's doing great and is the queen of the house. She got really sick and has been on antibiotics for a while. She has respiratory issues and gets pneumonia occasionally. This last time was really bad, but between her nebulizer and the antibiotics, (laughs) she's doing great. Thankfully, she's a sugar fiend and loves the sweet flavored meds. She grabs my hand when I give it to to her and tries to steal the syringe. Oh, my God. So you can see this, the one in the picture. I can see it. I can't take it. I can't fucking take it. She makes me smile whenever I walk by her or she comes thumping over looking for a snack. I... (laughs) I don't know how you I just like Cooper just turned nine. Emma will be six in January. Teddy is four. Crazy he was a newborn when I first sent you guys a card. They yeah, are- and and Rodeo, I mean, six years ago and the and like the Christmas card, we still have it up there. And yep. yeah, you can't even tell Teddy's a brand new baby. But like I need to know when Emma's birthday is. I wish it was the same day as me. Because I'm a January too. <laughs> They are finally all in school, so I'm able to get back to work a bit, which is so wonderful. I'm one of those weird horse girls and have been training horses and teaching riding almost my whole life. Being in the presence of horses resets my brain, so it's been really wonderful to have more time doing what I love. Emma is also learning to ride, and it's so awesome to share my passion with her. It's totally my stage mom moment. She looks so goddamn cute in her little riding clothes. Coop likes Uh, coming out to work. The the Great Britain of it all. You know what I mean? Like... It's yeah. like, oh, don't get ticks from the lemon tree, my love. <laughs> he gets $5 an hour to help groom and care for the horses. He doesn't want to ride much, but it's so good for them to learn to be around these massive animals. They learn so much from them, and I love sharing it with them. Animals are such a huge part of our family, and I know they are for both of you as well. That's why your kids are going to be so good. Yeah. They're great. We lost also Rodeo. because they're good looking. And because they're, they're good looking. <laughs> we lost Rodeo this year, and it was so hard to say goodbye to such a huge piece of our family. He was in every holiday card, first day of school picks, and so on. He was my family before I had Paul and the kids. His 16 years with me didn't feel long enough. Before he left us, he did teach another scruffy little black mutt the ropes. Walter has been an amazing dog that cleans Greta's ears and is so kind and gentle with the kids. I need to know where she gets these dogs from. The dog, Walter, I on need the you front, to tell us. On the front of the card is like his mouth is like open and it's it, it yeah yes yes he's like he's like he's already stealing the pics because because rodeo was already he was all, always so cute in all the pictures but walter's definitely coming in coming in coming hot. In strong oh, yeah he is to honor rodeo we started fostering dogs oh well there you go <laughs> We did six dogs this year, and it's been so awesome. The kids are so great with them, and it's been fun to introduce, the, introduce them to all the good things in life. Warm beds, yummy food, and family adventures with lots of love. Walter is so great with them and gets them all to wrestle eventually, no matter how shy they are to start. Oh, that's where all these dogs are coming from. I like this one. So Walter so, is like their den mother, which is he's like the mother. He's a drag queen. Mother of the house he's of He's a drag candy. mother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Walter, the mother of the house of candy. <laughs> Walter, girl, you better work. (laughs) The dogs thrive with Walter because he's so sweet and happy and go lucky. I made a little collage of the six dogs for some more cute animal eye candy. Talia was attacked by a coyote and had a skull fracture and lost her eye. James was astray with half his hair missing. Honey lived her entire life on a chain having puppies. George was astray and was one of the craziest looking dogs I've ever seen. He looked like a Muppet and a coyote. That's the one I like. I know that's the one I like. This one. I can tell. The one with Teddy. Well, she's only in Northern California. If you want any of these, I'm sure she'll send them down. Yeah, I mean, we could, we can talk about it. Yeah. We can talk about it. We can talk about it. Let's, let's discuss. Let's discuss. Cause these are some 
very cute, very me type dogs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some fuzzy But maybe kooks. we get a fluffy bunny. But maybe we get a fluffy bunny. Oh, my God. I mean, dumplings already are fluffy bunny. But... I know. But this room could hold. We would like a nice bunny. Yeah, nice bunny. Dumpling's not our nice bunny. No, he's a mean (laughs) bunny. Carlos was a flea-ridden little street dog that was covered in scabs. That's what happened with with, uh, Dumpling when we first got him. All six dogs are in families of their own, and I can get picture updates from them here and there. They all have the loving lives dogs deserve. It's been such a rewarding thing for us to do as a family. It can be hard to say goodbye, but I always tell the kids whenever we say goodbye, another sad, cold little dog is going to get to come stay with us and be loved and cared for until he gets their family. If you have the time, fostering a dog or cat or bunny is such a wonderful thing to do. Yeah, and it's good to learn how to say goodbye. And that's the problem that's with true. all of us is that none of us can that's do it. True. Not even. You're right. And it's like, you know, it doesn't have to be fair why. It's just fair why. Farewell. <laughs> goodbye. It's it's just see you later. Yeah. You know, see, see you later. later. Yep. Well, another wonderful year of listening to Patreon. Thanks to you guys. I really can't. Get through my week without the soothing sounds of your voices in my ears. Doesn't matter what you're talking about. It always makes me laugh and feel better about the mom grind. See, Katie doesn't care that our Patreons were (laughs) shitty this week. (laughs) Your comedy adventures and friendship is something so special and unique. And I and the other 14 listeners are so lucky that you share it with us. Okay, well, that is a wrap on the annual Katie Candy ramblings. I think of things I want to send you both as presents all the time and never get my shit together. But hopefully some cute dog and bunny pics will suffice for now. Love, Katie Candy. And Paul, Coop. Emma, Teddy, Walter, and Greta. And you know what? It is enough. Yeah, I would love an actual bigger picture of Rodeo, though we have him now. We're going to have him three times up here, but yeah. feature Rodeo the way we have, you know, Andione's Harry, her horse. Mm. So I hope Andione's listening and hears that Katie Candy, like, rides horses and does horse therapy. I mean, for me, that's like hearing it like a doctor listens, quite frankly, or <laughs> where it's like, uh, uh, this you know, wonderful person with her three beautiful kids and Paul and then <laughs> she that she rides horses and trains, you know, people how to horseback ride and shit her whole life, like listens to our garbage shit, like our toxic energy. It really I'm happy that was right on time reading that. It's good to hear that the family is, you know, turning lemons into lemonade. If, if I might use a Shannon um Shannon Bador saying, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. she invented that saying, you know, Mm -hmm. she has a book of quotes. Oh, I didn't know that. Now it's time to find out what the Republicans are cock blocking now. I'm a victim of the stop. segment called what the republicans are cock blocking now where we (laughs) fill everyone in on the most recent usually crucial and oftentimes life-saving piece of legislation that will never see the light of day because of the cock blocking republicans in congress we've done this segment many times since joe biden got elected because democrats used to hold the majority in the House of Representatives, which means that many, 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 many bills passed the House and then inevitably died in the Senate because of the cock-blocking Republicans. But last week, they took their cock-blocking shenanigans to a whole new level when they cock-blocked their own Speaker of the House election hearing and they cock-blocked it 15 fucking times. 15 fucking times. Four days, 15 times. So... 
we briefly mentioned it last week before our very real and authentic in-person <laughs> interview with Hakeem Jeffries. What a who, get. He was just lovely. I <laughs> what mean, a get. Uh-huh. I mean, but in case you missed it, um, you should really go back and actually, I don't recommend going back and listening to it. <laughs> you should go back and miss it. Um, <laughs> but in case you did miss it, here's the deal. In November, the Republicans won a very narrow majority in the House of Representatives. So last week, they held a vote to elect a Speaker of the House to lead their party. And this is what they cock-blocked. They cock-blocked their own vote to elect their own fucking leader. And a Speaker can't get elected with just a simple majority. Um, or Akeem Jeffries, the Democrat, would have won because he had the simple majority mm-hmm. 14 out of the 15 <laughs> times they voted. But the position requires like a minimum of 218 votes or some shit. And every single time Kevin McCarthy went up, they nominated him and they voted, he was always like 15 votes short. So every time they declare Hakeem Jeffries the minority leader and then they'd start the voting all over again and do it time and time and time. And every vote ceremony takes like two hours i think it's between two and three hours wouldn't you say from start to finish Mm -hmm. so they could only fit in like three or four a day like the first day they only did three and then i think by the next day they were like fuck your lunch (sighs) you know have half of a fucking panini and let's get back in there and get it going and maybe they got four and basically over four days they managed to do 15 and the 15th time was like late at night like they were like they had finally almost come to fisticuffs oh yes on the house like uh, in uh, the chamber they brought secret pillows they were <laughs> sleeping people yeah. were reading books there's yeah. the now very infamous um picture of katie porter reading uh 50 shades of gray nope it's the subtle art of not giving a fuck <laughs> literally that's what it says on the book and that picture went around and the world was like slow clap to you miss Oh, Sir. well, and that was very, <laughs> like, I'm quite sure oh, yes. calculated. Oh, very calculated, because yeah. then the bitch decided she's going to run for Senate. So, yeah, they're all just just fighting know. for their meme time. Oh. That's all they're doing. It's all just like, where's the camera? Yeah. <laughs> what shall I do? Yeah. How long do I have to do it? And they all did it. The whole thing was beyond fucking infuriating. The money-grubbing, glad-handing Republicans had no problem uniting unanimously to cock-block Americans from receiving child tax credits or free universal pre-K or raising the minimum wage. But now that they have the majority, they're suddenly cock-blocking each other and giving speeches about being in the pocket of special interests. And my favorite, draining the swamp. Like, what in the actual fuck? We're talking about Kevin McCarthy and Jim Jordan and Marjorie Taylor Greene fighting with Matt Gates and Lauren Boebert. They're all MAGA minions, every single one of them. Their biggest special interest is Trump's dick up their ass. Yeah. And it's called 50 times. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it made no sense why they dragged out that whole performative shit show. When they're they're all on the same side. Which is Trump's side. Exactly. And it's, that's why it was so fucking bizarre. It's not like they're on opposite ends of some ideological spectrum. No. Kevin McCarthy and Jim Jordan and Marjorie Taylor Greene are not like some Mitt Romney conservative centrist. <laughs> they're Facebook trolling MAGA Republicans, just like mm-hmm. Matt Gates and Lauren Boebert. There was no good reason for any of them to oppose Kevin McCarthy. No. They don't have radically different agendas. They don't even have agendas except for cock blocking. Yep. The truth is, Matt Gates and Lauren Boebert and the rest of those 15 assholes got together and used their votes as leverage. What they wanted was power. 
There's 200 and something fucking Republicans in the House of Representatives. And those fucking 17 assholes <laughs> wanted power positions. They wanted to be guaranteed a spot on committees yeah. or given ranked titles. And they knew that Kevin McCarthy had already promised those positions to whoever his dark money donors wanted. Yeah, that's right. And yet, guess what? Ding dong. It worked. Eventually, Kevin McCarthy gave in to every single... Eh, eh, let me... Every single thing those fuckbags demanded, including a ludicrous rule requiring only one single House member to contest the speakership and call for a vote, at which point the whole House would have to vote again on who should be Speaker of the House. The level the Republicans have sunk to, it's I, I, I shouldn't be surprised, but I am, honestly. I blame social media. Facebook first, then Twitter, then fucking 4chan, 8chan, all of them. <laughs> and you know what? It's not just Republicans. It's Democrats, too. It's everyone. Mm -hmm. I believe that the influence and power that the social media mobs behind cancel culture and call out culture and anti-woke culture are the reason that this is happening. Mm -hmm. Like those mobs, they get people fired. They yeah. get TV shows canceled. They get entire corporations shut down. They get books banned. They get movies censored. They get people fucking arrested and fine. Great. It doesn't matter if it's bad or good or right or wrong. What matters is that we're all addicted to the power of it. Mm -hmm. And and we feel entitled to it now. Yep. And we love it. And now it has infiltrated Congress via the MAGA Republicans. Yep. Those motherfuckers are so entitled yep. that they literally, this is literal, <laughs> they cannot even elect a leader without retaining the power for they themselves acting as one person alone to call a vote to have that leader fired. They they couldn't even stand to sit there and vote for someone to to lead them yeah. without make, making sure to get in writing that they could one person could still call to have them fired at any point in right. time. This is my house. It's the people's house. This is my house. It's yeah. literally the same thing. It's my house. Like the insurrectionists. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's my house. And so it's beyond. It's, it is beyond. It is the it is it is beyond. And I blame Trump too. Everyone always loves to say that this didn't start with Trump, and they're right. Republicans have been reprehensible, disgusting, amoral assholes for decades, which is why Trump was even able to happen in the first place. But what Trump did was show them that, in addition to getting away with being corrupt, lying, rapey con artists, they also can get away with blatantly not following the rules of government, the Constitution, Basic democracy. No, or basic democracy. Or basic democracy. He spent his entire presidency with half a staff. And I don't mean his deck. <laughs> but you do, actually, mm. too. <laughs> he filled cabinet positions without congressional approval, and that was the least of it. The level of criminal, corrupt people that he had around him, it's just clear. I mean, look, look how it's washed out. Steve Bannon, Michael Flynn, even fucking... The douche that's on TV now all the time. What's his name? The lawyer. Michael F Co Cohen. Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen, who was his lawyer. Michael Cohen, who is out of prison, has written two books and is now a pundit on every... This is a little tangent, tangent by the way. Uh, now a pundit on MSNBC and CNN or whatever. Meanwhile, Jen Shaw's going to jail for six and a half years. And you think that bitch would be allowed on MSNBC or CNN after? She won't. Well, she was already fired from Bravo. But that guy went and literally violently... Um, well, he threatened Stormy threatened, Daniels. He right. was like... Getting people beat Unbelievable. up. Unbelievable. There, there's a lot of things that even I know that we, 
I'm going to forget here, but just uh, this is a stupid thing. But Kennedy Center Honors, Kennedy Center Honors didn't exist for the four years that Trump was in office. Like those are he gave the medal, one medal of freedom, one to Rush Limbaugh at the State of the Union, which was all bullshit anyway. Meanwhile, Obama and you can even see Biden now has done it like two or three times. There's big ceremonies. He he got rid of every ceremonial feel good he got um, rid of every tradition and every tradition and thing, yeah. period i mean yep. the, he wasn't even there a week and with michael flynn and his fucking shady fucking yep. ass that you already mentioned before he announced that they weren't going to do like the white house like press briefing every day like right. every single president from fucking from the beginning of fucking tv was doing and even for, prior to that was doing a white house press briefing you have to tell the press what the fuck your agenda is and what's <laughs> exactly. going on it's like no nope, not gonna do it right because we the people because the people's house right because that's the, the people and the White House is the people's house. Like, it, it, he flouted every convention. He didn't do any of the traditions and he didn't follow any rules. And when he didn't, yep. it didn't matter. It's so. And it still doesn't matter. No. And then he incited a violent mob to overthrow a fair election, which is literally in the Constitution. And nothing happened to him and nothing will. So this particular breed of entitled, uncooperative, aggressive, anarchist, magatwats who've somehow made it to Congress and feel they have the right to make up the rules as they go exist because of Trump and the Republicans in power during his presidency who enabled his shit. I mean, that's period. That's that's it. If any Republicans, whether it be on their propaganda arm, Fox News or or Mitch McConnell or any of the Republicans in power at that time had provided any consequences yep. at all, we wouldn't be here now having to look at these fucking Idiots. Yep. Fucking fighting over a speaker they know that they're going to vote for in two days. You want to go and you want to talk about social media like they want to go bully, bully, bullying, bullying, oh, bullying. Well, now they're running the country. Oh, God. So it's sucking, sickening. And it seems to be fine with you all Republicans. And it's, that's exactly why that Republican Party supported that piece of shit George Santos's campaign <laughs> for a House seat in New York and why they allowed him to lie about every single thing on his resume and why he ended up getting elected mm -hmm. and why they still don't fucking care that he's a complete mm -hmm. fraud and an alleged criminal. Yep. All they care about is having a body that will vote the way they want and they'll do anything and say anything to stay in power or to get power. That guy... I mean, we're going to talk more in detail about it. There's no even reason. He doesn't represent us, so it doesn't really technically matter. When I try to, like, read just for my own salacious hate, I just want to rev up my own anger. Mm -hmm. Google immediately is like, what location are you in? And they want to prove somehow Google is going to give some analytics to the Republican Party or whoever to prove that the only people reading or caring about George Santos are fucking liberals living in California. And that the, that's the only people that no one in his actual district are reading about his lies. It's only everyone else outside of his district. I knew the second Google asked me for my location, I was like, you know what? No. You know, no, no I'm not going to give him my location, which I never do anyway. I'm always like, fuck you. Get out of my business. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm not going to read about him because he doesn't represent me. And I don't fucking care about every single dipshit House representatives in this, this country. If you want to go fucking elect a lying fucking sociopath, then good. Go ahead and elect him. And now he represents you because he represents an entire district of douchebags said, honestly, <laughs> with all due, if you live in that district and you voted the right way, I'm sure there's half the district, just like half the country voted the right way and tried to do the right thing in his district. But the guy's a full fucking swindler. And he's there and he's allowed to be there because, again, no rules, like you said, and no consequences ever. No consequences I, ever. I, I hate it here. 
I, 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 <laughs> I know hate I hate it here too. Uh, and also we are what we are what we are again and again and again and again and again reaffirmed that this isn't who we are. No, this is who we are. <laughs> this is who we are. They wouldn't be elected if this wasn't who we are. And clearly it's not just a small, tiny fringe. It's a pretty large group of people who are electing these people in because they have the fucking majority. You know, it's who we are because everyone, ev- all of our 14 listeners at me and you, I'm sure are, are the makeup of our entire extended family and immediate family to all put together is probably the exact makeup of, of the divide in the country. Everybody's got the MAGA wing of their right. fucking family. Right. That they're like, okay, let's not discuss it. Right. And yet that wing seems to somehow <laughs> come out the loudest. I can think of one Republican in our immediate family. And, and I think of all of us who are bu- Jewy and loud <laughs> and questioning and, and fucking annoying. And yet that guy never fucking says a word. And yet he's running everything. I will just, I can't deal yep, with that. That's right. I can't. And then for the rest of your extended family that people rarely see, the, you're seeing it on their, your mom's seeing it on Facebook. Just like me. I'm like, what's yes. the MAGA wing up to this fucking right. holiday? Right. Like, mm-hmm, right. great. Right. Fantastic. And they don't want consequences or investigations unless it's about a Democrat. Trump can have 200 deeply classified documents in his golf bag at Vitiligo. But what about Hillary's emails? Not to mention the fact that Ivanka got caught using her private email address for government business multiple times, but that was fine. I don't care about Joe Biden's 10 documents that you found in a manila envelope in a business office that he forgot about that probably are top secret because it's about fucking something in his desk in his office. Like, I don't think it's the nuclear codes. And by the way, Trump had something like, 750 documents if not more and was trying to leverage them to get between uh different countries like and not to mention the fact that jared is sitting next to like the fucking oh then we have that yeah now we've got well trump's you know oh but it's not the same with biden really none of biden's kids his son Bo, who died from fucking brain cancer who's a goddamn war hero because he went into the fucking military to fight for our freedom <laughs> like he's dead but he didn't do anything then hunter biden was a lawyer and fine he's a drug addict he fucking did the porn he's in the th- in the bed I-, I don't care we don't we don't actually care hunter biden seems like a actually like a Cool, nice We'd guy love to get who's high not trying to hurt anyone right. or put laws against people. But regardless about Fuck whether we care off. or not, what did Trump's 50 fucking kids do? That's they're, what I'm saying. Constantly they fuck- were in government. Jared Millions sold a fucking $900 billion building on the fucking Death Avenue and then was like, That's here's right. $1 in taxes. Like, they constantly... I mean, Jared the Kushner level of, literally of criminal meddled. activity. He meddled in Palestine and Israel. He's the reason that the fucking embassy went to Jerusalem. He's out in Saudi Arabia. He's getting money from the Saudis. It's like he is in government doing shit and he is corrupt and he's sitting there with Ivanka and Eric and Don Jr. And Don Jr., who Trump himself had to kick out because he's doing too much coke and fucking too much fucking what's her name. And we know Ivanka's fucking Tom Brady. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> The list goes on and on, and I know there's hypocrisy on both sides, but I just can't. They didn't even have control of the House for one full day before they're already forming a committee to investigate Hunter Biden's laptop. Hunter Biden's laptop. Honestly, how many Twitter accounts do you think are called Hunter Biden's laptop? Like, like thousand. 
Oh, and Elon God. Musk probably verified them. I'm yeah. sure he did. And they wanted to defund the FBI oh, oh. because they couldn't wait to get in there and immediately figure out a way to halt all of the investigations the DOJ is doing on each and every one of their shady MAGA rat asses. <laughs> Matt Gates, we're looking at you, sir. We know you've been being investigated mm-hmm. and you're literally not fooling anyone <laughs> with your antics. Hello? Hi, is Matt home? No, he's at the Capitol auditioning for the role of Venmo sex trafficker number one in a local production of Republican Cockblockers, the musical. Oh, really? Wow, I didn't even know Matt could sing. Oh my God, yeah, totally. He always has his husband's son play piano for him while he rehearses. Trump too. Trump loves performing, but Trump's not auditioning because he knows if Matt Gates gets the part, then he will just do anything Trump wants. So, you know, it's a wash. I cannot wait for that musical. I mean, We're doing that musical. it's actually going on, Memo. We're witnessing it. It's been <laughs> happening. We've been seeing rehearsals. Mm. I swear that Trump was behind that whole entire vote thing. Mm-hmm. Some of those concessions were on behalf of Trump directly. I yeah. just feel it. But you know what? No one should be listening to a single word that comes out of my mouth right now because when shit like that doesn't add up, we all know I just go full <laughs> QAnon. Well, you said we should use this embarrassing display of governing as a learning opportunity. And I thought that was a good way to reframe. Do-do-do-do-do-do in the musical. So in being that these 20 thirst clowns voted against Kevin McCarthy as speaker, we wanted to know exactly what power the speaker of the house has. And what we found was a lot of words and jargon and no real information. We learned more about the brass tacks of being Speaker of the House from the Nancy Pelosi doc than stupid-ass Wikipedia. But the key takeaway from the convoluted, yet vague, list in regards to the group who withheld their votes for four days is that the Speaker oversees and appoints the officers and offices of the House. And we know they all held out because they wanted to be promised spots on committees. Right. So Jim Jordan voted for McCarthy all 15 times because McCarthy promised to make him the head of the Judiciary Mm -hmm, Committee, which mm -hmm. he immediately did. But dunking on Hunter Biden for likes on Facebook wasn't enough for Jim Jordan and the Magarats. In order to secure their votes, they demanded that Kevin McCarthy create a special select oversight subcommittee (laughs) dedicated to investigating and preventing Joe Biden's use of government agencies to weaponize the federal government. So immediately upon being sworn in as Speaker of the House, one of the first things that Kevin McCarthy did was facilitate the special select weaponization subcommittee. And then he immediately made Jim Jordan the chairman of this committee. Um, It's worth noting that this subcommittee, which only has Republicans on it, gives House Republicans the authority to investigate any agency or government program that they have concerns about across the board. Right. Any agency or government program in the entire uh, umbrella under the entire umbrella of the federal government. So, of course, uh, as one can imagine, they've already announced officially announced plans to investigate the FBI, the DOJ and the IRS. And they're definitely not going to stop there. They're going to fuck over every agency and department that fucked with Trump. And they have the subpoena power to do it. Well, if Democrats are smart, they'll ignore the stupid fucking subpoenas, just like Trump always did. The whole thing is fucking stupid and pointless. There's a thousand fucking committees, and the only reason they want on any official House committee is so that they can create a special subcommittee so they don't have to have any Democrats on it, and they can invent all the rules and give themselves all the power in the world. It's so dumb and gross, and now that I know, I wish I did not. I know. I. Me too. I... I hate them so much. It's oh my god. It's, oh my god. And it's it's oh, oh my god. We are the fucking vote 
happened like oh like uh, i think it happened on friday night or something like in, in or sa- like late into friday night i'm not sure if it was friday night or saturday night but either way it's it's they just started this week and this is just the tip tip of the fucking iceberg iceberg. we can't even put it we can't even have tom sandoval singing (laughs) t-i-p because it's so it's not funny it's not fun facebook and fox news brainwashed millions of bigots into voting for liars and white supremacists and criminals and billionaires and it doesn't even matter that donald trump has officially jumped the shark because lots of maga garbage got elected anyway so now a bus full of buffoons are systematically dismantling the house of representatives and there's nothing we can do but watch it fucking burn well one bright spot in the crystal meth trailer fire of the u.s government is hakeem the dream He came in after winning the majority vote 14 times in a row to finally introduce Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House. He did a long 15-minute beautiful speech filled with lots of inspiration, lots of inspirational shade directed at Republicans, and lots of genuine praise for the Quan Nance Pelosi. We highly recommend listening to the whole speech if you have time, but we're just going to play the last part of his speech, which is being called the A to Z speech. So most of you have already heard this because, of course, it went viral immediately, proving (laughs) again that no matter how many Facebook likes Jim Jordan gets over the next year and a half on videos of him trying to dunk on Hunter Biden, if Hakeem Jeffrey plays, he will always have the best dunk of the night. (laughs) But I also want to make clear that we will never compromise our principles. House Democrats will always put American values over autocracy, benevolence over bigotry, the Constitution over the cult, democracy over demagogues, economic opportunity over extremism, freedom over fascism, governing over gaslighting, hopefulness over hatred, inclusion over isolation, justice over judicial overreach, knowledge over kangaroo courts, liberty over limitation, maturity over Mar-a-Lago, normalcy over negativity, opportunity over obstruction, people over politics, quality of life issues over QAnon, reason over racism, substance over slander, triumph over tyranny, understanding over ugliness, voting rights over voter suppression, working families over the well-connected, xenial over xenophobia. Yes, we can over you can't do it, and zealous representation over zero-sum confrontation. We will always do the right thing by the American people. Now it's time for an emergency hearing with the illustrious Judge Julie. Gavel, 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 gavel. Holy fucking shit, gavel. Emergency court is now in session. Bailiff Brandy, are you in? Mm-hmm. Settled? Good. I missed you. I love you. <laughs> Say thank you to Ashley Ryder for your gavel. Oh. 
I Thank mean- you, Ashley Ryder, for my gavel. So <laughs> angry. In the history of this court, we've had the most vile, disgusting, repulsive, grotesque pieces of trash humanity has to offer sit in this court waiting for their verdict. And today we hold an emergency session due to the extreme nature of the people that are going to be indicted and sentenced today. According to the Constitution of my butt, since Republicans can just recall whatever Constitution they please, I guess that's what we'll be doing today as well. We must rid humanity of the scourge of this trash, and if we don't, I fear that this hateful demon minority will triumph in some way that will lead to a hate-filled majority. So, in order to make this happen, um, we've held the Supreme Court and every other court hostage <laughs> and plied them with hallucinatory drugs so that when they wake up, they won't know what happened and none of us will be held truly ex- accountable for what will occur in the courtroom today. Today, we hold vigilante emergency court. And as soon as all the lawmakers wake up from their restful sleep, all they will remember is everything that occurred here is lawful and totally necessary. And if you look in the Bill of Rights, then you'll see that we're totally in our rights to hold this court and pass judgment and punishments. Since according to Republicans, if we don't like the laws or whatever, we just like take our guns and militias and like take shit over like communists, even though they hate communists and banana republics and dictators, but they don't because they're liars and they love that shit. And they're entitled and they just like in speaker of the house, they want one person to be able to go, you know what? I don't want you to be speaker anymore. That's right. Now we're going to have a hearing about it. That's right. (laughs) And that's what we're doing. So the court has to take a stand and has to take control and has to get rid of these fucking losers and cockroaches and take back the night and Billie Jean forever and love is a battlefield and we will overcome and blow it in the wind and making love out of nothing at all. It's time to get rid of these fucks. And so I love when you do all the work today. We had to get a bigger courtroom because we have to hold like 20 fucklickins who are trying to destroy democracy due to their immature and ethically breached egos. If you missed it, The House of Representatives held a vote for Speaker of the House, and after 16 votes and four days, the Republicans finally voted in America's number one psychophantic, wormtail, moron, devil rat, Kevin McCarthy. Kevin, sit the fuck down, you stupid, shit-gobbling, Donald Trump toilet water drinker. Kevin McCarthy. You are indeed one of the major indictees today, along with several of your haters, Turn lovers, turn haters, turn lovers. Matt Gates, Lauren Boebert, Chip Roy, Dan Bishop, Jim Jeffries, Scott Perry, James Comer. And even though she was pro- Jim Kev- Jeffries or Jim Jordan? Jim Jordan. <laughs> Jim Jeffries, the Australian comic. Every time. Jim Jordan. No, I just yeah. want to say really quick. Mm-hmm. You've never done an individual hearing with Kevin McCarthy before, have you? No. But you have done Matt Gates. Yes. And I think you've done Jim Jordan. Yes. You were on your way to doing Lauren Boebert, but now she's in this group here. She's in the group. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but yeah. She was going to have her own. She was going to have her own, but now I've whittled it down. Okay. She's got her own paragraph. Okay. She'll probably have to revisit and resentence her I'm probably sure. sometime this year. I'm Pee-wee sure. 23. Because there, I'm sure she's a never ending infinite sieve of anger for me. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is also here because she's a fucking... Also a piece of shit. obvious, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Kevin McCarthy, we'll start with you. You've done Marjorie Taylor Greene, too. I have, yeah. Yeah. They just keep coming back because they're cockroaches. Kevin McCarthy, you loser. It is so obvious what a lame puppet you are. (laughs) What a pathetic, weak, spineless, invertebrate, jellyfish, plate of mashed potatoes. You are so 
fucking lame. He's oh like, my god. He's like the kid who nobody wanted at the party, but the parents called the other parents mm-hmm. and forced them to have the kid, which in that story is sad. Yeah. But there's two kinds of kids there. One, the kid who goes, I'm not fucking going to the party. Nobody wanted me there. <laughs> yeah. I don't care who you called. Uh-huh. They can suck my fucking tiny dick. Yeah. Or the kid who's like, okay, I'll still go to the party and then go and pretend that everybody, that it's fine and just let everybody be fake and then just sit there with their fucking head up so far up their own ass. That yeah. is some shit. That now, is that's some shit. Some crazy. You're crazy right there. Yeah. And Nobody Cat's wanted Kevin. you and now you're going to pretend they all did and be yeah. fine with it. Oh, and give a speech acting like you've made, <laughs> I, I, it, it, I, I can't, it, it's, that's why you're here, Kevin. That's why you're here. You are such a fuck. In your acceptance speech, you said, quote, we will hold the swamp accountable from the withdrawal of Afghanistan to the origins of COVID and to the weaponization of the FBI. Let me be very clear. We will use the power of the purse and the power of subpoena to get the job done. Ugh! Ugh! (laughs) Barf! Dumb! Idiot! Moron! All nothing, all waste of money, all meaningless, all no help to anyone except for you, your lobbyists, the extreme Republican friends. You're going to waste all of our money, all of our time. Afghanistan? Bitch, just stop. (laughs) Just stop, okay? That alone I should throw you in jail. The origins of COVID? And what's that going to (laughs) do? Kevin, you're an idiot. And then what? It came from a lab in China. Okay, great. And Trump started an insurrection. It doesn't fucking matter. Right. It didn't do anything with January 6th. Who gives a fuck? What matters is figuring out how to cure it and how to stop it, you colossal fucking ass monkey. But Kevin McCarthy, you got voted in as Speaker of the House. In between the flip-flopping of votes, the extreme gaslighting, the utter gall, the lurk, the infinite thirst bucketing, you people, mm -hmm, I'm going to say you people, have shown yourselves (laughs) to be treasonous swamp trolls who are all fighting for the precious to the point where you make Gollum look like a sweet, smart, fun-loving AP student with puppy eyes. Hold on a second. He is so cute. <laughs> we love only in that movie. He's so cute in that movie. Yeah, we love him so much. Yes, he is in that movie. You all <sighs> compromise the definition of ugly, and if given the choice between never being touched again in the entirety of life or having to have sex with any of you, I would fuck a spatula and marry it and fight for spatula rights until the day I die. You are all disgusting monsters who should be thrown off the side of a dumpster since a dumpster is too good for you. The lot of you turns the thought of sex into a nightmare of Mm. horrors. Mm. And I'm surprised each one of your parents didn't kill themselves in shame. Or your kids. Or your kids. Matt Gates, you, sir, stand. What about his kid, his boyfriend? Oh, yeah, his son slash boyfriend (laughs) husband. You are truly a repugnant piece of shit. You got in every media outlet you could during the four-day shit show and vowed to not vote for Kevin McCarthy or allow him to become speaker. You would do anything to stand by your integrity and your principles until you got on Fox and said there wasn't any more you could ask for. Then you voted president the roll call, which was the deciding factor to install Kevin McCarthy as the fake speaker. You are a child fucking rapist. You're a human trafficking weasel. You're a bully, a thief, and a spineless coward who brags and pretends he isn't so he can hide the fact that he fucks kids 
and wants to take social security away from his own parents. You're a loser and I hate your fucking living gods. You left a paper trail in Venmo. You're an utter fucking amateur. Oh, God. Oh, oh. Come I, on. Come I mean, come on. on. Come on. Seriously. Come on. And I hope while you're investigating the origins of COVID, you get it and die. But alas, that's not a sentence I can actually give. That's just like my feelings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just dreams. Just dreams. dreams. Lauren Bobert, you insipid, stupid cunt. You, along with your butt buddy, Matt Gates, took us all hostage on the worst roller coaster ride in history where you bloated and breached and blew and blasted out your asshole how you would vote for anyone but Kevin McCarthy and grandstanded over nothing while you spew your dumbass bullshit about guns and the American people and governing. And you don't even know what governing means. No. You don't care about anything except your husband's criminal dick sucking Trump's jizz out of Matt Gates's asshole and allowing your stupid, disgusting criminal husband to shove the barrel of a gun down your own fucking mouth while he jerks off to his own fucking mirror image. <laughs> You're a disappointing, dangerous, dumb bitch, and I hope you go the same way of Matt Gates. Now, unfortunately, I don't have enough time to sentence all of you, so I will now just as a group do this thing. The 20 or so extreme Republicans of the Freedom Caucus which should be renamed the freedom to take freedom away from everyone, but the freedom caucus, right. because we're a bunch of traditional antiquated misogynist, white patriarchal sympathizers caucus. You took us all hostage for four days and now you're running the Republican side of the house. And in true fagpire distracting fashion are acting like what you did was brave, courageous and fighting for the American people. The Freedom Caucus, QAnon, the right wing, and anyone who dares still call themselves Republicans should be put in barrels and tossed over Niagara Falls at this point. <laughs> but that's so random. Put them in Squid Game and be done with it. Honestly. But you 20. Squid Game for Republicans is fucking the mood of Pee Wee 23. Like, please. And by the way, special, special mention for Marjorie Taylor fucking Haberman Green. You I know. Fucking leathery taut gross bloated bag you fucking grotesque toilet lady she's like grain caps <laughs> like she did a box job knocked her two front teeth out and now she or she did a Ugh. fucking she did like some kind of special wrestling move she did a fucking what's that called are you herky jerky oh, sleeper or, like yeah. a sleeper hold <laughs> you go up sure you go jerky sleeper under holds? them arms and do like a half nelson and yeah, shit half nelson and got her herky two, jerky then she got her headbutt and got her two front teeth out now she has caps and her fucking gums are gray and i can't deal with it she's a fucking asshole she's a she wants to talk about traditional values while she's cheating on her own fucking husband with a guy at the gym she's a liar she's a betrayer she made january 6th happen she's part of being a fucking treasonous slut she's a whore and I say that, I shouldn't even say whore. I don't even judge whores. Be no, a whore. No. It's not even a, an insult. She's, she's, she's puts Donald she's, Trump. She's a, a jock sniffer. She's a jock sniffer. That's what she is. She put Donald Trump in her phone. She tried to hand it over and be like, he wants to talk to you. It's like, you know what? It was probably your husband that and was on the phone. She, and she, and it was in her phone as 45. Just like, uh. take your fucking wop and your pontoon pussy lips <laughs> That are yeah, only stop taking testosterone. <laughs> stop taking Viagra. So your fucking pussy lips blow up like it's a huge fucking balloon. Yeah. Because that's what you're doing. Because you want a dick. You want a dick so bad you can't even stand it. You're taking Viagra so that your pussy lips grow into one big puffy thing. Yeah. Like you have some and mushroom she, head dick. And she does it for Trump. She She's up Trump's 
fucking ginger pubes so hard <laughs> and I can't stand it. And just the fact that it said 45 <sighs> and she's reaching over with her leathery fucking upper arms. I'm just like, what? <laughs> what? No, I don't want your stinky, smelly iPhone. Gross. With no, 45. Exactly. <laughs> Take your like spray tan. Yeah, that's off what, of the phone because like. you know that it smells yeah. like that, and the phone is all brown with it's all spray tan soiled. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so no, so no, so just no. You get into Squid Game and just no, no. Get in the barrel, <laughs> get, get off the Niagara Falls, the and go on Niagara Falls. The, the rest of the Republicans. I'm so fucking done. I can't stand it. But here you, 20 are of the fake Freedom Caucus. Okay, we can't get Putin to put you in a Russian prison. We don't have that kind of clout. So what I'm gonna do is let you know what you're all guilty of. Here we go. You're guilty of aligning with an asshole <laughs> belittling and betraying colluding with cunts <laughs> deserting over dancing okay so wait wait what what that one's uh, throw away okay, you're wait. not supposed to hear that deserting? one deserting <laughs> yeah you like over deserting overdoing how about that okay that's even better yeah great i love it see this is why i'm, Desert- not, I'm not smart well, deserting overdoing i hope hakeem hears this eroding over evolving Ooh. fucking everyone over and fucking everyone over God fearing, but not filled with God's love. Hateful, hissy fitting whoremongers with an H. <laughs> Insipid fucking idiots. Jaundiced judicial jackasses. Now we've just gone into three descriptions. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's we're not correct. doing something. Let me, that, yes, yeah. this is just KKK. Just that. Just KKK, bitch. <laughs> Lustful, obsessed, lanyard wearing ludites. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Monsters impersonating megalomaniacs. Wait, there were. Right. Well, they're just monstrous megalom. They're, they're not exactly, even- which is the thing that they're they're so dumb that they think they're <laughs> impersonating something that's better, but it's just impersonating <laughs> something worse. You know what I mean? Yes, I get it now. Neanderthals lacking nuance. Ooh, good Oath one. keepers over hollow notes. I can see now we're going back into how yeah. like, here's here's how I can here. I saw your brain. I saw it. You got you loved neanderthals over nuance lacking nuance lacking nuance you got the look on your face like you got back into hakeem you were channeling hakeem jeffries right and right when you started channeling hakeem jeffries because you knew that one would make him proud and he wants to do that in his next speech yeah you then went back to the way he did his speech because your next one is oath keepers over hollow notes and that's how his was (laughs) like you know something over this right that's the first one you did like that yeah oh okay yeah uh and plus i mean just hollow notes so um Pounding and praying over actual praying. Huh? Come on. Why is it pounding and praying? Because they're just pounding what their fists. Const- okay, preaching. All right, let's do preaching. Pounding and preaching. Preaching and pounding. Pounding and preaching <laughs> over actual praying. Good. Okay. QAnon losers! <laughs> Q- Q's already <laughs> taken. It would be the hardest one to do in all of the letters i think like it'd yes. be like quandary over quietness and shit uh, yeah, I, but I, now i've got q and on and now yeah, it's so easy it's just q and on now everyone's just gonna Q-Anon. be doing a to z speeches yeah and it's just q and on yeah. ranting and raving but never reaching or responding <laughs> huh sanctuary for seditious swamp creatures Ooh. treasonous treasure hunters over hunting for treason <laughs> <laughs> treasonous treasure hunters over truth okay treasonous <laughs> treasure hunters over truth or hunting uh, for truth. Okay. Treasonous <laughs> treasure hunters over hunting for truth. Undermining and never understanding. Vicious vipers who only want victory. Ooh. Xylophones. Because X is just too hard. Just I xylophones. Know. How about this? Ding, ding, xylophones ding. Xylophones. Over Hall and Oates. <laughs> <laughs> Good 
one. Perfect. Xylophones over hollowed oats. Yelling for, and yes, anding, a living Yeti. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Well, also, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And zombifying the zest for life out of all of us. <laughs> yeah. They do ruin the fucking they zest for life. They ruin the zest for life. The joie de vivre. It's gone. It's they take gone. It. They ruined it. They took it. it. They ruined it. out of just this podcast. <sighs> podcast. They ruined it. <laughs> We're exhausted. Gavel, gavel. You're all guilty of everything. <sighs> My team has built a new prison on the border so you can go there and cry about immigration. And every single one of you will get a mandated abortion every year, <laughs> including and especially the men. The only visit you'll get will be from atheist Muslims and any one person can call for your execution whenever they feel like it. Because, you know, the Constitution and stuff. Yeah. I'm, however, going to grant you all... That you have access to your guns and you can hunt each other in the world's biggest canned hunt. And when there's only one of you left, we'll dump you in Afghanistan since you care so much about it. And you know what they'll do to you there? They'll hang you publicly. Court is adjourned. You know what time it is? Time for some hollow nose. <laughs> now it's time for So There's That. All right, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of the diarrhea toilet Republicans and the ignorant Facebook Fox News army that follows them. She hates doing it because it's damn near impossible to find an uplifting story to end the show on a positive note when half of the country are mind-controlled members of a morally bankrupt right-wing cult and the rest of us are whiny, entitled virtue signalers who are too busy keyboard fighting with our own side about... <laughs> Kathy Hilton and Lisa Rinna to win the goddamn war. But against all odds and against her will, Julie has in fact managed to come through with the <laughs> So There's That moment for every regular weed episode of this podcast since December of 2016. Mm. Can you fucking believe that, Mamma? No. You've been doing this segment pretty much every week for six fucking years, okay? That's like 300 different times. 300 that you've given us hope and encouragement to keep on keeping well. on out here in these goddamn streets. <laughs> sort of. I was going to wait um, and do it officially. I was going to count them up and read the list of stories um, for the official 300th. So there's that anniversary. Wow. But um, I got so in my feelings that I, I literally couldn't even look back at them just to count them up and find out which exactly will be your 300th. So um, let's just call this one your 300th, so there's that. You didn't do them for, like, any of our um, debate specials, uh -huh. and we took some weeks off here and there, but in the yeah. beginning, we only took one week off a year. Yeah. I don't know. I, we might be over 300, but this is your official 300, so there's that. That's what we're going to say. That's okay. a lot, a lot. lot of so there's that's. Wow, and also, thank you. this is the first one of Pee Wee 23. That's right. So that seems fitting. Okay, so since this is our first so there's that of Pee Wee 23, I would like to take this opportunity to say something about So There's That. <laughs> Which is perfect since it's the 300th anniversary. Yeah, so, so there's that anniversary. Yeah, there's a, a, a So There's That anniversary. So if you, if you would indulge me in an episode that was very angry <laughs> uh, to let me uh, 
embarrass you a little at oh, ourselves. God. I mean, not too much because you're because we have, still have that next week. But um, just a personal note. Um, for the past seven years almost, we together as a group, me, Brandy, and you guys have been a part of putting together So There's That, and I just wanted to take my time today to acknowledge how profound and important this entire process has been for me personally, even though it seems like I hate it. <laughs> more weeks than not, I honestly don't think I can find something. More weeks, Brandy has to give me ideas, and more weeks than I can count, probably like most of you in my own actual life, it seems impossible to find a So There's That. It feels impossible to find a silver lining in a week where who knows what's going on with you specifically, but in a general sense, the dark cloud of our lives is so oppressive and upsetting that even the search for the light feels insulting. In 2016, when Trump became president, it felt that the entire world had collapsed on itself, and the level my life followed in the path of Trump destruction is one saved for my therapist every single week now for the rest of my life. And even though I complain and hem and haw and lash out and wriggle around on the couch, and Brandy has literally found me <laughs> stories so many times, um, and even you guys have sent me stories, sometimes it's even just that act of thoughtfulness and the desire to keep it going that keeps me going. If it wasn't for So There's That, I'd be ignorant to the hundreds or handful of stories about Animals, saving eagles, cuddling with turkeys, Greta Van Climate Change, the guy that saves cats, hugging cows, Miyoko's Creamery, and so many more. And how about hunters who get impaled and killed by animals or dragged and mauled? I'm talking about feel-good stories to keep our spirits alive. <laughs> Charles Booker, people doing good, politicians who are trying to do something, people helping people, heroes and true patriots. Zion, LeBron James. Oh my God. There's there's so many. <laughs> yeah. Without So There's That and doing this podcast and having that hanging around me every week, I'm quite sure I would allow the quicksand of darkness and cynicism to overtake me and I would just give up and let it consume me. If it wasn't for So There's That, I wouldn't even have the mindfulness of needing to find a light at the end of the tunnel. And we have Britain at Embassy Row to thank for that, who told us the only way we could do this show was if we have a segment that ends by giving people a little bit of hope. And she made you do it. Of course. <laughs> by continuing to do this segment, Brandy and I even discuss possible stories, and we are able to sift through our own feelings, and it leads to deepening our understanding and connection to each other sometimes. <laughs> which is profound to say the least. It is annoying, it drives me crazy, and so it should. Much like our parents, who are annoying and drive us crazy. But without them, we wouldn't know how much we are loved, how deeply we are cared about, and there's a world out there of people who are really just doing their best and trying and trying and getting through every day, looking for the same connections and the same level of what the fuckery that we all feel so much of the time. 2016 was a turning point in our lives in so many ways and for so many of us. I just want to acknowledge how grateful I am to you, Brandy, and to the podcast and specifically doing so there's that. No matter how small a thing it may be, each time we find a story that shines a little bit of light, no matter how small, it just spreads more light over the darkness. Even when I think I can't do it, the podcast, the 14, you, Brandy, give me a spark or a push or a slap and force me to find the light, that goodness, that hope in humanity. And no matter how annoying and how much I complain, just know that it has truly illuminated my life and I continue to strive to live and be the so there's that that you all have entrusted me with for this stupid podcast. 
So there's that. That's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening to our stupid podcast. We love and appreciate all 14 of you so much. If you're new here and you like us, but you'd rather not hear about politics, please consider checking out our Patreon podcast. Our Patreon podcasts are completely different than this one. We do two a week, every week. There's no politics, no ads, no structure, no rules, and best of all, no pressure to join the Patreon. And I'm just going to repeat that like I did last week for the reviewer who left a review in 2020 complaining about our endless sales pitch. There are no ads on our Patreon podcast. Um, And to the stupid bitch who left a review this week (laughs) saying that we don't have any of our facts straight and that Uh, we're completely misinformed and do no research as if anyone could possibly come to a podcast like this doing no research as if we just (laughs) walk the streets and all of this just slips into our ears. Maybe you should join the Patreon, bitch, because we don't do any research on that either. But unfortunately, Mm. that one isn't free. That's right. But it's only a dollar. You can get one podcast a week for one dollar and two podcasts a week for two dollars. And when you sign up, you will immediately get access to hundreds of hours of podcasts. And there's a list right at the top of all of our most popular episodes. So you'll know right where to go. Plus, you get the philanthropic satisfaction of knowing that with one single dollar, you're contributing to what has become basically our sole source of income since we got kicked off of Bravo. Think of it like supporting a small business if the small business wasn't a real business and was more like a charity, but the kind of charity that you can't get a write-up for. And the kind that doesn't help people. Mm, yes. Um, at all. But uh, if being pressured to help us pay our bills out of the kindness of your heart isn't working, then just listen to it and see if you like it. We have a free episode Uh, It's in the description blurb of this podcast. Just go. There's a link. Or you can go to our website, julianbrandy.com. There's a link on every page that says click to listen to our free Patreon episode. You can listen to the whole hour right there from your phone or computer. You don't have to download anything or sign up for anything. Just click the link and press play. It's like nothing will go to your phone. It's not like a fucking app. You don't have to do any of that shit. Just check out the, the episode and see if you like it. If you do, consider signing up. Yeah, why not? It's easy. And if you decide to sign up, all you have to do is import our Patreon podcast feed one time into iTunes or whatever podcast player you're using right now. And then it'll just automatically show up there every week next to any other podcast you subscribe to. And my mom did it. My mom well, has the shit in go. her iTunes. There so Cam can do it. And, you know, like it's it just it's just one step to doing it. And then you don't even have to do that if you don't want. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's definitely confusing at first, but all it takes is like five minutes of poking around the Patreon page to figure it out. Plus, our Patreon family is especially friendly and helpful if you have any questions or you can just message us directly from your Patreon account. Yeah, that's one exciting thing about it is that you can just literally just DM us on Patreon if you have questions. And Mm -hmm. I definitely do help people with that. You do. do Yes, you do. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. And hauling out. Hauling out. <laughs> what I want.